This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and their products. Primarily, we talk with anyone who loves books, whether you are a writer, a wannabe writer, a librarian, a bookseller, blah, 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 all the things. So anything coming out of this conversation can then be taken into different industries because we really focus on the marketing aspect of getting the word out there about books. Today's guest is Amanda Eich. Say it again. Amanda Esch Cormier. Today's guest is Amanda Ash Cormier, and she's a children's book author, a singer, and an educator. So I'm excited to dig into all of those things during our interview today. She's a member of the Society of Children's Books, Writers, and Illustrators, and 12 by 12, and she's actually going to be going to an event this weekend in the Metro Detroit area um, with SCBWI, which is very cool. In 2018, she was the joint recipient of both the Glamour Women of the Year, and there was another award, the Espy? Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Good for you. When she isn't writing stories for children and their families, Amanda enjoys going out with friends and family, traveling, gardening, singing, and exercising in nature. My kind of gal. She's always the first person on the dance floor. Amanda lives in Michigan with her husband, two daughters, and their pets, Izzy, Jolene, and Dolly. Jolene and Dolly. <laughs> and let me tell you, if I were to say one more word, working nine to five <laughs> and putting it all together because yeah. you love Dolly Parton. I do. Yeah. Um, my previous job before the pandemic was actually um, in education at the country music hall of fame. So real big Dolly fan. Um, we actually just recently moved back to Michigan. We were in Tennessee for a while. Oh my so. goodness. Okay. So let, can we go back? Because I'm, I'm very curious about this. So yeah. as a kid, you were obsessed with old country music, which you felt mm-hmm. like was kind of uncool. And, uh, dirty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then how did you get in? Tell me about the job you did before writing. Like, what was this all about? Yeah. So I'll um, try to make it as short as possible. But um, so I grew up in Michigan singing and really obsessed with country music, um, especially like older stuff. And I remember even like when I was like eight, my friends were listening to like No Doubt and I'm like, Johnny Cash is cool. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And um, that continued through adolescence and college. And I went to Michigan State for music and still was kind of like the weird kid who wanted to sing country music. And um, when everyone else was singing opera, and I definitely um, think I annoyed some <laughs> professors there, but, um, and then I sang in bands and stuff there. And then um, when I kind of realized like, oh, I don't really think I want to be a choir teacher. Then I changed your major and, and did like American cultural studies and history. And then kind of found my way into working at the Country Music Hall of Fame straight out of college as a tour guide. And then, um, you know, the recession and all that happened. And so I ended up when my husband got a job in New York, went back to school for education, started teaching, and then taught for about four or five years. And then um, I was still doing contract work for the Hall of Fame and in the education space. And so they had called me when uh, like content and managerial position came open in, in that department. And so started um, doing their programs and creating for them. Awesome. So you're able to mesh together your love of country and your background in education and put them together. Yep. That is mm-hmm. amazing. And you said you just moved back to Michigan a couple of years ago? 
Uh, just uh, this last October. This last October. Okay. So now yeah. we're getting into the space of you becoming a writer yeah. of children's picture books. So tell us yeah. about your picture book, um, Wild and Beautiful. So Wild and Beautiful was originally written. It was shorter as like a little poem to my daughters um, because I saw this, you know, in my classroom and then like buying books as a parent, I was seeing that like, if a mom is in a book, she's kind of this like static figure. Like she doesn't necessarily do a whole lot or isn't really a person. She's just kind of this like object. Um, and for little girls, I think, especially, I mean, all kids, but little girls need to see that like when they're an adult and they're a mom, they're still a person. So, um, so my thought was with wild and beautiful, uh, like as a child, I wanted to do these things. And then as I got older, I did them. And, but you know, part of it is like, but nothing compares to you. You're still great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can do all these things too, or whatever you want to do. Um, and so it was started as like a little poem and then I kind of built it out as a picture book. That's wonderful. And who, and it's being released. Is it out for sale now? I think it just, it's out for sale now. Yep. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And what are you, is this your debut book, correct? Yes. That's my debut. Book. Okay. So we have to back up a little bit. Cause you, okay. how long were you in the writing space? Um, you've been in Michigan for about a year. So how, you know, how did you get the book deal? I think most people want to know that journey. So I actually self-published that. So I created Beautiful. my own imprint and did that um, myself. Um, so I, I didn't even query that one. I was like, I had kind of read about it and, um, and I'm querying some other projects now, but that's, did you do that with the support of the SCBWI folks or did you kind of, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I had, um, you know, I don't know if anyone sees the picture, but I had the big book and I read all about it uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and did a million Google searches. And, um, I used the, or I used Readsy to find like editors and stuff to help me kind of learn the process. Um, that's wonderful. That's, and that's how a lot of people right now are getting started and it's a great space to be, and then to connect yeah. with other writers. Um, are you currently in 12 by 12 as well? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's keeping you busy because you're writing every single month, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been in a slump this month, but yeah. <laughs> uh, girl, come on. What's the date? You got a couple days left. You can that's do right. this. <laughs> okay, so you are, I, I have to say, um, self-published authors are kind of my favorite people to talk to because you have your hands in marketing. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Cardinal Rule Press as a small publisher, we do a lot of marketing for our authors, but we also educate them and we encourage them to market themselves as well, because when everybody plays a part, you're going to see um, more eyeballs and more visibility on your product, which is your book. So if you could share with our listeners, what is the most creative way that you have been able to share with others that you have wild and beautiful on the market? Um, I think, well, Instagram has been the main focus, especially, I mean, this came out in November of uh, 2021, where I feel like a lot of parents kind of went back into hibernation. So there was no in-person anything that I could get my hands on. Also, that was when I moved, which was poor planning on my part, but that's an aside. <laughs> but Instagram has been really helpful, um, like making reels and also just um, finding like bookstagrammers and making connections with them and having them post about my book. And um, also like I used to be, I used to be a really passive person on Instagram and the last year or so I've like made it a much bigger point to connect with others. Like I, I never was like a person who commented a whole lot, just kind of like likes and move along. Um, 
And so I, it's also been uh, a really conscious effort to like share other people's work constantly and comment and tell people like, you know, these amazing things they're doing. And um, that has just kind of like grown the community that I've seen on Instagram too. Like, um, yeah, like if you share stuff, people are more likely to share yours, I guess. It's been well, I, I think that's wonderful because um, you don't want to be a taker. You want to be a giver, right? Exactly. So you want to yeah. be able to give just as much. And you can tell when you scroll across people's pages, you can see who who those are who may not be giving as much. Um, yes. So I like how you built that community. And so how much would you say, because I know there are some writers who say, oh no, we are not going to spend any time on social media. That's not where I want to be, but it's literally free advertising and marketing. So how much time yeah. um, would you say you're spending in a day or maybe what's your um, routine and your habits around it? So right now I would say I spend too much, but again, it's like more on the, just seeing what everyone else is doing. <laughs> um, so when I'm in a good schedule, which is, has not been this month because of family stuff, but when I'm in a good schedule, I'll try to like set aside, let's say like a morning, a, a week to like plan out what I want to post in a perfect world. That's what I would do. Um, or like if I have, you know, let's say my husband's watching a movie. I don't really want to watch. <laughs> I will be like, okay, so I'm gonna spend an hour and I'm going to go like connect with others for this hour. Like, so I don't, I wouldn't say that I have a, a great schedule with this going right now, but it's a plan for this fall when my kids like start going to school more full-time again, um, to like sit down and intentionally create things and then, you know, spread them out through a week or two instead of just like having it on a whim. Cause if, for me, at least if I do that, then I spend way too much time just looking and, and not creating. And that can be a real deep hole of just like, oh, four hours went by. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's good. And I, I like to take notes during these. And so I put, um, you know, posting, planning, and then also connecting. So making sure yeah. that you're posting frequently, making sure that you're planning some stuff out. But at the same time, I'm hearing right now that um, and this interview is taking place in July of 2022. But right now, um, individuals are saying that they appreciate and they re really enjoy the organic posts just as much, if not more, than the this, the branded or the scheduled post, right? So you might see something that looks, and in Cardinal Row Press, we, we are doing way too much of this right now, but we'll have, you know, like a picture of our book and it will be like a professional photo shoot of the book. And then we put a message below. But then if we take, a picture of one of our team members is up north and they're, um, you know, at a really cool bookstore in Northern Michigan and they take a picture and post that, that's getting more um, yeah, traffic true. around that organic, I guess, you know, real life post. Um, so there's definitely a, a balance between scheduling, planning, but also kind of real life too. Yeah. And I guess that's a good point. I, it's sometimes like for stories, I don't really think of that as like, I don't plan that out, I guess. Yeah. So maybe when I say like planet, I mean, reels and videos and carousel, you know, like all the yeah. stuff that, uh, that stays there, but like, I mean, stories. Yeah. I would do that. Like, Oh, here's this cool coffee I got. Or, and it's know. wonderful because that's where people are connecting with you, whether they're parents yeah. or moms who, you know, have seen your book and want to connect with the wild and beautiful you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, you know, the other thing I wanted to ask, so, okay, let's go back to Izzy, Jolene and Dolly. First of all, uh -huh. I have to know what kind of pets are they? Uh, Izzy is a coonhound mix. Jolene is a collie lab Newfoundland mix. They're both about like 85 pounds. So they're big dogs. And then Dolly's a cat. 
Oh, wonderful. Okay. So I wanted to go back there and then we're going to go into singing. Okay. So have you ever connected your love and passion for singing with your role as an author? Um, yeah, I mean, I think my natural style of writing, which I'm like trying to learn other styles, but I think my natural style of writing is very lyrical because of singing and songwriting. Um, so, I mean, that is an obvious connection. And then one of my goals is to write some stories that can also be sung. I'm not there yet. I have not finished any, but I have, you know, little ideas scrolled. Um, and I actually have a manuscript that I'm querying right now that's about singing. Um, and, and part of that was also, I had read this article, it was probably years ago, but it was talking about how like millennial moms don't sing to their kids anymore, which I don't, it was probably clickbaity, but I was like, oh, well, that'd be nice if there are more like current books where, you know, you could give people resources to do that. Kids love to, I mean, at least my kids, they love to sing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love that the, idea. The small window where they're not telling me to stop singing. So I'm going to keep rolling with it. <laughs> um, I do think that there could be a really beautiful connection though, between um, singing and your sharing on social media and your mm -hmm. love of children's picture books. I think, yeah, definitely um, try to grow that connection because not many people are one confident at singing and two good at it. So, um, and do you have any, you know, when you say singer songwriter um, and, you know, writer, I, who do I think of? I think of um, Pete the Cat and Eric Litwin. Do you have yeah. any other, do you have any, um, you know, picture book writers that you, you know, I guess admire for their songwriting as well? Ooh, that's a good one. I did not come prepared for that. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I just mentioned um, Pete the Cat. That's it's out yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the one that, well, I mean, he, the one that I can think of immediately, but not necessarily picture books is Shel Silverstein. I mean, he was mm -hmm. a songwriter too. Yeah. We had, I had, um, we had an exhibit on him at the museum. While oh, I was very there. cool. Yeah. Well, let's just also point out that there aren't many because we're not coming up with them. So yeah, that's true. It's fair. So, Amanda, I'm looking forward to what you have coming out in the future because us wild and beautiful mamas need you. <laughs> um, so you are most active on Instagram. Um, so yep. we're going to make sure that in the show notes, we have all of your handles. Um, what else can you tell us about finding you? Where can people find you? Instagram? Instagram's the main one. I'm on Twitter as well. And then I will try to be on TikTok. <laughs> I have not really um, made that space yet, but I'd like Excellent. to get there too. Excellent. And your website. And we're just really excited to share your book with our listeners. And hopefully this will inspire individuals, um, whether they are self-published or traditionally or hybrid or whatever type of publishing is out there nowadays. Um, we hope that this will inspire individuals to, you know, get out there and connect with others, whether it's in your hometown or like you said, online, that connection is really helping to get the word out there on your book. So thank you so much. Any final thoughts? Um, no, just thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We love to highlight authors. We love to highlight Michigan authors, especially. And we look forward to our next interview. All of our interviews go out on Tuesdays. And so for those of you listening, stay tuned for another great episode. Thank you. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.